0: Underwood. Thin Ice! (laughs) (laughs) To smoke some weed and shut up. My God. There it is. Boom! All right. Damn it. Whatever. Who cares? What does it matter? Let's be honest. Uh, It was okay last week,
1: so... Okay, January right.
0: 12th, 2024, Friday, episode 189, Illini Basketball Podcast. Uh, shout out to com. I failed on that one last time. I mixed it in Good later work. in the episode. Uh, we'll go with it right now. I don't even have the doc in front of me. I just have the Illini Kimpon page. So that was just right off the, the noggin there. Uh, wow. So uh, episode 189, I think, right?
1: Uh yeah, I that's think, what I thought it was. When
0: do you know. think we'll get I'm pretty sure it is. When do you think we'll get to two hundred? Uh
1: out. sometime games in games from now. Can you,
0: Okay, let's let's do the math on that. I mean, I you never know if there's gonna be like an emergency episode in the middle of a week for something, you know.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean probably
0: not, but you never know. Like what if Brad Underwood like
1: Yeah, what possibly could happen that would be an emergency?
0: Brad Underwood getting fired. Oh. Yeah,
1: that's what i was thinking of.
0: We've a Chris Beard situation not um, exactly yeah. but
1: <clears throat> the uh, timing of this has nothing to do with uh no what happened it's in good. Springfield Ethan did not go i told him to he didn't so he failed you guys I as mean, a that. uh as a podcaster i don't know Um, yeah, whatever.
0: Uh, okay. Uh, I'm trying to map this out here. Let's see. Okay, so we got Maryland recap 190, Michigan 191, Rutgers 192, Northwestern 193, Indiana 194, Ohio State 5, Nebraska 6, Michigan State 7, Michigan 8, Maryland. So we'll be doing a great Penn State recap for 200 based on now. So great. February 21st is the game. So I would guess February 23rd, that Friday will be number 200, Iowa preview. So interesting. Uh, And Illinois, by the way, it's – the schedule, before we get into the game from last night, which nobody cares about, uh, the schedule this season, like, it's kind of weird how little number of games they've had on a Saturday. Yeah. Uh, Two Saturday games so far and only one, two, three, four to go. So six Saturday games, which is weird. A lot of Sundays, some Friday – Mixed in, but uh found that interesting.
1: Yeah. Um, Steve, what's going on? Warner, what's up? Schlagboy, what's up? Bergie, what's going on? Um Hinkle, Hinkle already talking crap about Goody. Um, you know, I did wonder at one time should Ty be in right now? So all right, moving on. Uh Illinois wins. Illinois wins. Uh Bootsilla, what's up? 7168.
0: You know what, people don't apologize for winning. Don't apologize for winning. Okay. Number one, how many times have we talked about protecting the home floor? Yeah. Very important. Who's, you got to win.
1: Apologizing?
0: You were complaining the entire game about how this team is not good enough or whatever. You, pretty much your point. I mean, you seem <laughs> overly <don't you>? uh,
1: good. <laughs> what? Do, I, do you just read my messages in, in a negative tone? And that's just let's, how they come across? Let's give it. A let's look. not. Let's not. I don't think we need to do this. <laughs> I don't Think we might. Are you bringing it? Why are you bringing receipts out on me?
0: Because I just find it. I don't Same know why you're being much. like this. It just seems like you're being really negative right now. This is a team that lost the second best player in the country. hasn't played on this team in two weeks, and they've done nothing but win every game except for a game on the road against the number one team. Who I know, yeah, they lost to Nebraska. You know what happened in that game? Nebraska shot 14 of 22 from three. Okay. That ain't gonna happen. That's the outlier of all outliers. So I feel very good about where this team is at. I know last night was probably closer than it should have been. I think if you look at the metrics. Michigan State is a good basketball team. They were a lot of
1: Michigan State came to play. They needed this win. Um,
0: They got nothing from their bench. And Xavier Booker, who's a five-star big man, just doesn't even play. Yeah.
1: So. That's out receipts or what? You all right?
0: Uh, let's see. You said you were pissed at nine twenty-five. So that's. Second half, they were probably down like that. Was probably after the uh
1: I think that's when they took us they were losing by six all of a okay, sudden, 48, right?
0: 42 or something. Yeah. Yeah. Um I was joking whenever you said that none of these shots are even close. I was I said you're being the negative one. But you were before that. Like I gave Dane a shout out because the and one in transition. And you're like, you're acting like Dane killed somebody with how bad he was playing. Uh apparently, which you know, I didn't see all that. How many and,
1: minutes did Dane play?
0: I think we know what Dane is, guys. I'm not defending what, him. I'm just saying that's a that's a good play to make
1: in transition. Okay. It was a great play. You said he did something else. I didn't see also, that so
0: before the three minutes into the game even starting, you said Sissoko on Rogers, Illinois is effed. <laughs> And then Rodgers goes I on think to score. They do it. Rogers 10 scored like, in like 10. The first ten. Yeah, minutes. it was. I mean, it,
1: it's fantastic.
0: Yeah, it's just uh, you. You know, it's it's tough. It's tough. Uh,
1: I, I mean, I thought this is what our our personal text messages were about. Like we. we I
0: thought you took it too far. It.
1: I'm sorry. I I. I it's won't not like ever you were talk playing, negative no, about no, Illinois again. My bad. It's not.
0: It, you're you were acting like. It seemed to me the vibe that I got that it was a foregone conclusion that they should beat this team handily. Well, and I mean, I was kind of like acting I was like in a bad instinct. mood. I
1: wasn't playing pool well, I you know, and then you know, people are like, "Oh, you're up," and like I'm like trying to watch the game. It's just it, it's a weird, it's a different vibe, you know. And then and then like the last five minutes, shout out to the Final Four. They are not a sponsor, but they turned up the volume, and I could actually listen to it, and you know, I got into it. I was cheering. People you are doing can cheers. Uh, tell
0: Brad to stop scheduling games on Thursdays. Just tell the Big Ten to stop.
1: Yeah, Thursdays at 8 o'clock. Please stop doing 8 o'clock games. Uh, Bootzilla says winning is better than losing all the time. I agree. Um, Coleman was elite last night, says Warner. Uh, Wade says Dane hurts us on D. Yeah, but he did make one good play. So
0: Say what you will about positive uh,
1: ethan negative tyler i'm not negative
0: very true, very true. say what you will about uh, i also called you out in that video for twitter last night you did uh, what yeah, is up well, with that eh, what can you do uh i will say four in a row against michigan state is no small feat i would that's say that's awesome um yeah. and a couple of those michigan state teams were really good not like the top tier michigan state teams that they did have but uh Four in a row against a guy like Tom Izzo, you know, not an easy coach to beat. Especially, I don't know how many of those are Are three of the four in, in Champaign. I one of them at least is in uh, 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 East Lansing. I think I, one of them, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, that's it's a little different when three of them are at home. It's definitely three because I remember the three. One of them was a really low scoring game without Kofi uh, a couple years ago, and then last year, the Matthew Meyer down the stretch, you were at that game, and then this year. Uh, beating them by three. And the other one was a Trent Frazier closing time a couple years ago. Uh, yeah,
1: I think the last five games have all been really close.
0: I don't think Io ever beat Michigan State, did he? I don't think they ever beat Michigan State with Io because he got assaulted in that one game they lost.
1: Yeah, they lost.
0: Yeah. Well, he, he slipped and uh, that yeah. other
1: game. should have made did, the game winner slip. Did, yep. did
0: they beat Michigan State when he was a freshman? They might have. Remember I when Michigan think... State was ranked fifth? I Think so, yeah. I think let me let me fact check that. As we I, get think Mich- that I think, I think Michigan State's
1: beat. won three, Illinois won four in the last seven,
0: yeah. Uh, February 5th, 2019, 79 74. Michigan State that year, that's probably the, the worst Illinois team in the Brad Underwood era, beating the best Michigan State team that Michigan State's had while Brad Underwood was, uh, was, has been in Illinois. I would say maybe the year before they're a little bit better because I think the year before was the uh. Yeah, they were a little bit better the year before, which was Brad's first year at Illinois. But uh, that was a really good Michigan State team. That team ended up uh, losing in the uh, Final Four to Texas Tech. But uh, Illinois did beat them by five, and that was a bad – that Illinois team was uh, freshman Io, freshman Georgie, sophomore Trent, Aaron Jordan, and then sophomore DeMonte, and then a bench of uh, Feliz, Kipper Nichols, Tevian Jones, and Adonis De La Rosa. So that was a bad yeah. basketball team.
1: Uh, Jeffrey's being more negative than me uh, He said uh, We played like crap We looked like crap Could have lost easily It was clear Brad wanted to prove Ty is viable With concerted effort He said that he thinks Izzo was shocked We didn't play Dana as much Because he scored 20 on them last year And Steve says Being sick and missing practice Still pull off a win, did great I agree I didn't know about the whole sickness Um, Apparently they didn't even practice for a day Um, Because they only had, what do you say, four people, five people? I
0: don't remember. Yeah, to address Jeffrey's comment, I just feel like that's just so negative. And it's like, dude, Ty Rogers did exactly what we know Ty Rogers can do. He just didn't, he wasn't guarded by a seven foot four center. And they also figured out other ways to to hurt Michigan State uh, defensively. And this kind of shows that Illinois is not going to be able to overwhelm and dominate teams if Damask and Garrier are struggling a little bit, which Damask did struggle, still had 15, six, and five. Yeah. But, um, I, and Goody, I, Goody didn't make a three, so.
1: Yeah, they I think they they went combined something terrible. Uh, Coleman was the only one that shot well from three, which. Yeah, well, um,
0: uh, Harmon two for four.
1: Yeah, Harmon did make a couple. He made a big one um, down the stretch. But, uh, yeah, so player of the game. We both went with Coleman Hawkins. I did. Coleman, I uh, think- I think the defense, the
0: defense was a big part
1: of this. Uh, yeah, his defense was stellar. Uh, put him on a guard, put him on a center, put him on anybody. Uh, but 37 minutes, 15 points, 4 of 9. He went 3 of 5 from 3, which I think is a big part. 4 of 4 from the line. He has some, some free throws down the stretch that I was kind of worried about. That kind of push in the back that they got called. Um, where Michigan State fans think that that's what ruined the game. That's the reason why they lost. Pretty sure that ball still went out of bounds on Michigan State, so Illinois would have got the ball back. Um, But Coleman knocked down both free throws there. That was a pivotal moment under a minute, I believe, is when that happened in a one-point game. Uh, Seven rebounds, two assists, two steals, four blocks. Um, He has Coleman's officially started his Twitter campaign for Defensive Player of the Year. Uh, How do you feel about that?
0: They'll probably give it to Zach Eady. Uh, Obviously, yeah.
1: Um, He also said last night, uh, quote, I saw people say our season was cooked on Twitter. That was a slap in the face. Shows maturity from us not listening to people and going out and still doing well. Do you think Coleman needs to kind of stop looking at Twitter so much?
0: I would say 90% of people with a brain did not say that their season was cooked.
1: Uh, I mean, there there were some people that, you know, like – you know,
0: There's it, a certain commenter that I see on all of Werner's posts on Twitter that is, like, a complete moron. Um, So he's probably one of them that said they were cooked. Jeffrey might have said it, too. I don't know. I'm not quoting Jeffrey on this, but it seems like something he might say.
1: Uh yeah. Berger says, what happened to Tevion after he transferred? He went to Utah State? Southern Utah? Southern Utah. Uh, Southern Utah? Uh, Utah? Tevion might be the most talked about, other than
0: we, Podge we, at this point. We talk about him all the time. All the time, yeah.
1: So if you're it, new to I, the – if you to the pod then yeah what the yeah, hell heard of that but <laughs> uh yeah we used to talked about Kevin on all the time last year so uh Warner says Coleman should have drawn a charge too that was kind of 50-50 um but i agree Coleman's decision ma- decision making is, has been 100% better
0: they're not uh, asking him to do as much either and play yeah
1: Forrest gump how can anyone that lived through the gross era be any way negative about this game
0: yeah i think that it's uh insane that we act like we're kansas or something like we have like yeah. first of all this is a program that hasn't even been to the sweet 16 in 19 years something to think about there before we hold ourselves to the highest standard ever like oh barely beat michigan state yeah i know michigan state's one and four in the big ten you know what else michigan state is a team that is uh starting to put things together i know the northwestern game was weird but they won five straight since before that they won 24 they beat baylor by 24 they beat a good indiana state mid major team by 12 they blew penn state out of the water after penn state came back and beat ohio state in that game uh michigan state's maybe the best one and four big 10 team i've ever seen and i'm not saying they're that good but they're a top 20 metric team they're really old i just think that they struggle with some of the uh like Malik Hall and uh, Sissoko is a tough front court to try to win with. I think, yeah, um, I especially when Malik Hall is struggling um, to shoot, which
1: he has. Yeah, I saw this is Izzo's first time being one and four in his thirty-nine years or whatever. Uh, their
0: schedule. Or their schedule has been even harder than expected in these first five games because Nebraska is is good. Yeah. Wisconsin, Illinois. Northwestern, I mean, that's – and Penn State. I mean, they could probably be two and three, maybe three and two. But, uh, yeah, they struggle in a lot of different I, – I, their guards are too good to not make the tournament. They've got to figure something out.
1: Yeah. Um, Coleman was asked about what changed with his shooting. Um, he's been shooting the ball really well over the last seven games. Um, he said, quote, honestly, I think I just stopped carrying and ju- just shoot the ball. Um, Brad was later told that he said that and Brad said quote he said that thank the lord Um, he says you guys may have heard me talk about his shooting for years he may be the best catch and shoot guy on our team no offense to Luke Goody I think
0: think he's he's close I really do I think that's even though the one that he made the early one that he made from the top of the key was not catch and shoot but
1: yeah uh, Brad did say that he doesn't really like some other shots that he takes that aren't in the catch and shoot. So um, Steve says Coleman showed he was going to play tough that night with the first foul. Loved it. Yeah. I mean, this was just as a beat them up game and that's how Michigan state wanted it. So, so yeah, a lot of my negativity was because of Illinois and Damascus, maybe not doing as much as I thought they should be doing but then, like, kind of analyzing it, looking at it, like, Damascus got the crap beat out of him every time he went to the line. So, um, it is what it is. Uh, Damascus, 38 minutes, 15 points, four of 12 from the field, one of four from three, six of six from the line. He was clutched down the stretch, making free throws, six rebounds, five assists. Um, I mean, you take it. I, he's got
0: to figure out how to be a little bit more effective in the first half. Yeah. I would say Uh three pointer still not great. He made a big one when Illinois went down six, cut it to three. Uh, he had that one in transition in the first half that looked good and was a complete air ball. Um, yeah.
1: His, he just doesn't look confident when he takes a three for some reason. I don't know what it is right now.
0: It's probably one of the weakest parts of his offensive game.
1: Yeah. which you know, I mean, he doesn't need, he doesn't have to take threes. So, but if Goody's
0: uh, not going to make any, you'd like him to make. That's true. Know, and Gary only made one. Gary A one for six. hurt. Gary A
1: coming off the wrist. A little off, yeah. Um Izzo, you know, made a statement in the last after the last game about how his team's playing soft and all that stuff. And I think that you know he put that out there and said we're not going to play soft this game. I think the refs kind of let them get away with a lot this game, Um, but. That's how Michigan State plays. Underwood said, quote, that's what you expect Michigan State game to look like. It wasn't pretty. So Brad knew it wasn't pretty. Can I can I be negative like Brad and just say it wasn't pretty?
0: That's not being negative. That's just stating the facts.
1: (laughs) Bergie says, I'm still afraid of Penn State when they play Illinois.
0: Well, go watch Penn State play a game. You won't be as scared. I mean, they're not that they're not the worst team in the conference. I almost think the worst team in the conference might be Michigan. So
1: Yeah. Uh, Forrest Gump says, from what he's seen, there's a lack of shooting across
0: the Big Ten as a whole. I don't, I have no clue what to make of the Big Ten right now. Like, it (laughs) is so, like, Minnesota's three and one, and Indiana's three and two. But but then you have a team like Michigan State, one and four. And uh, I think it's clear that there's three teams that people can trust, and that's probably Purdue, Wisconsin, Illinois. And I think after that, you really don't know what you're going to get. Like Northwestern's three and one, but their one loss was to Illinois by thirty. So, and Ohio State just hasn't won the games they've needed to win. They've lost back to back now. So I don't know. I no clue what to make of the Big (laughs) Ten. Yeah,
1: it's a mess right now. Uh, Jeff says Goody has Goody gets lost in the offense. He needs to pop and shoot.
0: He passed up a couple.
1: He did. Um, 36 minutes for Goody, four points, two of five from the field, 0 for two from three, missed the free throw, lost a lot of people, a lot of money probably missing that free throw, uh, the front end. Uh, Six rebounds, three offensive rebounds. So after Brad kind of attacked him and said he's not in there to rebound, he's in there to shoot, he uh, crashed the boards. Uh, Brad talked about his winning attitude and that you know that's what Luke does. So uh, he had an assist and a steal. Also, I noticed that he did kind of go to the hole a little bit more this game, which we haven't seen a lot from Luke.
0: Had a nice so, putback after Gary A was in transition, got blocked.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, Gary A, thirty-three minutes, ten points, four of twelve from the field, one of six from three. Rough night from three-point land. Uh, one for two from the line, six rebounds and assist, a block. Um, Bayheim was in the building doing radio calls. Of course, Gary played for Bayheim, and Underwood said, quote, when I told Bayha- Bayheim that he was becoming an elite defender, he laughed. He is becoming an elite defender. Double elites for uh, Gary. Shout out. Um, I thought he was really good off the bounce. You know, him him consistently knocking down threes. I know he didn't do it. This game has really made guys have to come out on him. And usually that's a four that's a little bit slower. Um, I think he, he head faked uh Sissoko fell for it, drove to the lane, got a nice bucket. So um, you know, like you said, DeMass struggled, Gary kind of struggled. They still ended up, um, you know, Damask had 15 points and Gary had 10. So they they still, you know, the balance is there, which is nice. Uh Ty Rogers. 20 minutes, only 20 minutes, which it kind of surprised me. Um, 15.6 of eight from the field, three for four from the line, one rebound, one block. Um, the only rebound he had was a pretty big one. Uh, offensive rebound uh, ended up getting a kick out to Coleman for three around the seven minute mark. Um, I was kind of surprised that he only had one rebound though. I guess because he was making all his layups this game yeah, and or dunks. So I mean –
0: one thing that was for sure in this game is that Carson Cooper had no chance against Ty when, when they were when he came in for Sissoko. Ty was cooking him. Yeah. Uh and I thought it was I, weird they
1: kind of closed out on Ty, though, a little bit more than you know Edie did.
0: There was a couple times where I thought Ty was gonna pull up for a mid range jumper. <laughs> he
1: he did make like a 15, 14 footer, but it was kind of a runner towards the yeah. basket. Um but yeah, that was I that has to be the longest shot he's made all year. For sure, yeah. Would be my guess. Um, Underwood was asked about, you know, Sissoko guarding him off the bat. And Underwood said, quote, I think when you see it for the first time or maybe the second, after a while, you eliminate that. He's a monster. People forget that Ty's six foot six inches with a six foot eleven wingspan and really athletic. We will take on all taker all takers as long as you're not seven foot five. Um, he he reiterated that as long as you're not seven foot five and Zach Eady, go ahead and put your center on us on on Ty. So uh, it was a podium game for Ty. Um, yeah, he did it. He did really good off the dribble, off the bounce, um, kind of getting behind the defense when somebody went to help, uh, when the bigs went to help, had a couple dunks that way. So
0: can we put it on record that you
1: were scared of Sissoko? Uh, was I was I scared of him? It I just. Like it. No, I it wasn't that I was scared of him. I was scared that Ty would get lost again. Backtrack. He did not. He did not. Ty, Ty has, has like well. I don't think team did teams Ty has like three
0: moves and they work like every time. That yeah. spin move and then the uh little slip right into the and then and then the baseline cut dunk. Three yeah. th- I think he had three dunks in this
1: game. I think so. I think that's right. Um it's good, good tie game. Very good. I mean I I, I think fifteen's his career high. So yeah, it's gotta be, and
0: he's efficient and made free throws. I mean, his free throw shooting has been a big improvement. He's can, uh, we,
1: can we stop calling Ty the point guard though? I mean, at this can point, can we stop he's calling, point
0: calling point. anybody anything? I mean, he's not the point look guard. Look I like that. Ty's
1: literally playing the four at this point.
0: Uh, he has made four <laughs> more free throws this season in eight fewer attempts. Seventy uh, percent from the free throw line now. Sixteen for twenty-three. That's crazy. Uh, in the last. Dating back to the Tennessee game, Tennessee uh, Ty Rogers has missed three free throws, yeah. and he is 12 for 15.
1: That's pretty so good. There
0: you go. There you go. I, I don't know if this was – this is. I don't think this was his – this was probably his best game of the season, but I also think that the Fairly Dickinson game was close. Uh, he had 10, 15, and 5 in that game, but he was less efficient from the field. But Ty is a, whether he can shoot or not, he's still a very important part of this team. Because that one sequence where he had the baseline dunk and then runs back and knocks the pass out of bounds on the defensive end. Yeah. He is, I would say, without not counting Shannon, where do you think he rakes in terms of value on this? team? I would say he's probably fourth. I would go uh, Hawkins. Yeah.
1: I mean, I, Hawkins,
0: Damask, right. Damascus, and Gary, I think two and three are kind of interchangeable. And I would put Ty fourth. I think having a six foot six guy that can guard multiple positions and rebound and is strong as hell and tough, I think that matters. And Goody and Harmon are almost the same player. Except I, I do think Goody's a better defender and Harmon's more athletic in terms of I, what they want. Like, yeah. Illinois, what Illinois asks of Harmon is a lot of what they like, just make threes. I think
1: Harmon's defense was really good this game. Um, yeah, it was. Brad but said that he Goody's was spectacular on defense.
0: Well, I, I think, correct me if I'm wrong, I think Illinois played uh, 14 other games outside of this one. So, having you look at the entire season, I think Goody's a better defender.
1: But maybe well, go back to mean, I mean, you know, I, somebody might have said a couple days ago to get him out of the game. So, yeah. another swing and a miss by you. You're really struggling lately. I don't know why you're attacking me so much. Um, the attack is a strong Jeez. word. You're, you're supposed to be attacking our viewers, not me. Nobody's That's commenting right now. Nine minutes. Do you guys comment so Ethan will get off my ass? Thanks. Appreciate it. Uh, Justin Harmon, 31 minutes, 10 points, 2 of 7, 2 of 4 from 3, 4 for 4 from the line, 4 rebounds, 2 assists. Another solid game from Harmon.
0: Most minutes of the season. Uh, it was 29 against Northwestern 30. previously. 29 against Northwestern, 31 in this game. I mean, two for seven from the field is not pretty, but if the two shots you make are threes, I think that's
1: uh, that's good. Uh, Birdie says comment, so there you go. Thank you. Um, your boy, Dane Danger, who just played his ass off this game. Five minutes, two points, one for three from the field, 0 for one from the line, one rebound.
0: Had an offensive board. How about that? Good stuff. I mean, what is ever Why do people even talk about Dane anymore? Like, like it, like it matters either way. We all know what he is. We all know what he's going to give you. It makes we so all much know that
1: he's not going to be here next year.
0: Exactly, it makes so much more sense to play other guys and play the smaller lineups and and uh, pretty much at this point, just have the starters and then switch Harmon and Rodgers in and out would pretty much be what I would do. Uh, I am I'm not surprised. DGL didn't like throwing DGL into the fire against these guards. I think. Not the greatest move, especially yeah. when Harmon and Rogers are productive.
1: Right? Yeah. Um. You know, only playing seven guys. One of those guys only going for five minutes. Uh. You worry about coming back Sunday. Um. I think, but uh, Brad definitely talked up the strength and conditioning coach. Uh. Fletch has them all where they need to be. Apparently, they have uh five hyperbaric oxygen chambers to get them all refreshed. Whatever that is. So.
0: It uh, won't be one for Dane. <laughs> you think Hansberry, I think we might get to a point if Hansberry's healthy that he just takes Dane's minutes.
1: That's possible. More athletic,
0: yeah. moves a little more.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think he said uh, Hansberry's day-to-day right now with the back spasms. Uh, he said Moretti, uh, they want to make sure that he's healthy and – in shape before they get him back in game form. So uh, yeah, Uh, Jeff says, you're just mad because Houston lost to Iowa state.
0: I know Houston's a good team. I think them and BYU both got their welcome to the, uh, the big 12 by Iowa state and Cincinnati, which is funny, but I mean, Iowa state's pretty good, but uh, I don't know if you knew this Jeffrey, but elite teams are allowed to lose games. I think that that's something, that, and also there's like so much college basketball just doesn't have like head and shoulders elite teams anymore. It seems like
1: do you like use you head and shoulders?
0: No, I don't. Really? Uh, what a what a stupid question. I will say, like you're UCon, stupid. UConn last year did lose eight games, but I thought they were pretty elite. But I don't know. Whatever. It's different. It's different game these days.
1: Okay. Jeff also says they don't try to post up Dane. Uh, Wade says, I worry we may be wearing down only playing six.
0: They got days off. like They got two days off against Maryland uh, before they play Maryland. They got three off before they play Michigan, then two off before they play Rutgers, then two off. So, multiple Uh, days off.
1: Zach says, not many centers in the NCAA can dork tie like Edie can. What an overreaction following the Purdue game.
0: I agree, Tyler overreacted big time.
1: Uh, Wait said, hopefully Amani and Mur- Mur- Moretti Jeez. can give us some minutes at some point. I told you I got a headache, Tyler. <laughs> uh, Jeff, you know why Houston lost? Their defense couldn't keep up with the ball passing.
0: Ball passing. What else would they be passing?
1: Ball passing. Uh, other notes and quotes, uh, the biggest stat that stuck out to me, and obviously to Tom Izzo, was Illinois was 18 for 22 from the line. My Michigan State only went five of seven. Tom Izzo, yeah. said, Tom Izzo complained, yeah, he yikes. He
0: did, yeah. I mean, it's just like, how many free throws did Illinois have in the last couple of minutes? Like five, right? So that's 17 to seven. That's not
1: that egregious. That's true, yeah. You got to take into account that, so. Uh, They did lose the rebounding battle 37-34, to 34, which, I mean, you, you'll take that, I guess. It's kind um, of rich coming from Tom Izzo, too. It's like, <laughs> come on. uh Six blocks for Illinois, of course. Uh, Coleman had four of those. Only eight turnovers. Is this the first game they've been under 10? No. Have you been
0: no? watching the team? I mean, weren't they over 10 in the last game? They're under 10? Oh,
1: they were at 11. I think they had 11. Yeah. Do you pay attention when I talk?
0: Uh, they've definitely had under ten in another game, yeah, but cool.
1: they've also had a bunch of games with only ten.
0: So I feel like the numbers been down at nine against Tennessee. So against their best, de- the best defense they've played, they, they turned it over nine times. They turned it over seventeen times against Rutgers. How about that?
1: So uh, only one other time.
0: Nine turnovers against Western Illinois. Oh. Twenty-one turnover against Southern. You remember that game? Yikes. <laughs> Nine turnovers against uh, Valpo. That's three. That's probably it. Oh, nine turnovers against Oakland. So, this is the first time they've been under nine, I think, would be a yeah. good thing to say. Uh, Eastern, they had 12. So, four games with less than 10, which I think is probably more than most Illinois teams would have at this point, which is probably why I think this has got to be Brad's best record through 15 games at Illinois. I feel like they were probably 11 and four, 10 and five in the other good years.
1: That's good. It's great. Yep. I you're good. We already talked about that. Um, well, I just
0: thought the Cohen Carr thing is like the I don't know how guy. much how much he contributes to the team, but Jesus, he jumps. Yeah, I was with so Illinois high.
1: fans. Well, Illinois fans. Um, and they like went crazy when he dunked it. I'm like, shut up. It's he team. like floated it into the impressive. air, and he was, was almost.
0: A, he could have had his feet above the rim if he wanted to. Yeah. And that, remember, he had that big dunk in their practice thing before the season, and everyone was like, oh, my God. It, yeah, that block he had, too, was, uh, yeah, i would be cool to have, have him on the team. <laughs> defense, athletic, but I'd be curious to see what his vertical is. I wonder if he's tested before. I'm going to look that up. This is what people want to hear about, right?
1: I don't think so, but sure, do whatever you want. Uh says, I hope the schedule doesn't cost us a game by being tired. Uh, I mean, they're in hyperbaric oxygen chambers. I think that they'll be okay.
0: You know, Maryland's playing in the same amount of rest, to be fair. I know Illinois doesn't play as uh, Illinois plays, you know, a lot of guys, but uh, or not a lot of guys, but Maryland, they don't either. I mean, Maryland last night. Uh, they had one guy off the bench play double-digit minutes. And then their starters, 38, 37, 34, 34, 18. And their one guy off the bench, 31. So, And also, Illinois, overall in the season, like bench minutes-wise, I don't think it's that. Yeah, it's 126th in the country, 34.1%. And I know that's going down right now, but it's not a team that just strictly plays six guys all year. Like, these guys haven't been... I don't know. I just, I, we can't, we're not, I'm not going to blame any losses on this. Okay. This 30 game season. I mean, you got to, you know. Yeah. I
1: Still agree. Like
0: they're, they're not ever going to be playing like a Monday, Wednesday.
1: Do you find cars vertical or are we moving on?
0: No, I can't find it. Okay.
1: Oh, uh, we already talked about them being sick. Yeah, I'll get
0: there. there next yeah. thing I, I thought we were gonna read that again
1: uh yeah uh the team was sick they didn't practice um they had lack of players ethan uh got that from robert rosenthal on the twitter's scooped table, and i said that's not true so yeah there you go uh
0: which lineup is more dangerous in your mind uh, Harmon with damas goody gary A. hawkins or rogers with those guys instead of Harmon? depends on the matchups right
1: yeah. Um I don't know. I like I I like Rodgers um in the lineup personally. But Harmon gives you a threat that Rodgers can't. So yeah, definitely depends on lineups. I would say I would say Rodgers to Mass Goody, Gary, Hawkins is more dangerous. Do you think th- at least two of those Three
0: guys, or two of those four other guys, are better three point shooters than Harmon already.
1: Uh, I don't know. Harmon has such a small sample size at this point, but I, feel I mean, like
0: it's pretty getting a pretty big sample size now. Well, I
1: mean, the last four game, five games, or whatever, he's taking
0: threes.
1: What's he shooting? Forty. I
0: think forty five percent. Yeah, forty five percent.
1: And who do you think's better at shooting than him? Goody.
0: I still think Goody. I mean, Goody's taking 72 and is shooting over 40. Okay. So, and I think Hawkins has been, you know, consistent enough for the last month. Where I think he's right there with him. He's shooting 38% after a slow start. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I think Rodgers does so much in the defensive end where yeah, I don't I think Harmon's fine, but he can't do all that.
1: I agree. Troy says – what are your guys' thoughts of Parman getting the late game minutes instead of Rogers? Rogers has seemed to improve his free throws. Uh, I said it at the beginning of the podcast, I kind of think that Rogers should be in for Goody at this point. Goody's been struggling from the line. what's Goody, what's Goody from the line? Sixty-eight percent, sixty. That would be
0: two percent worse than Ty.
1: If that's the case, yeah. But recency bias says that Ty's shooting better.
0: Goody also doesn't shoot very many free throws. Like He's taken 15 free throws, 60%, 9 for 15. But guess what? He shot 100% from the free throw line last year. That's good. Two for two. (laughs) Uh, Luke Goody going into this game from the free throw line uh, in the last two games going in was three for three. So, I mean, if he was ever struggling, it was the first month of the season where he went one for two, one for three, one for two.
1: Since so then, what, two for Harman two, one for two, one for line. one,
0: two for two, over. I mean, he was four for four
1: this game, so I don't think he'd put in Rodgers. Maybe, I mean, they I think they kind of did the offense, Harmon 14 last night, more than they've done in the past. 14, 14 for 16, 87 yeah,
0: percent. Illinois has uh, they're 134th right now in uh, free throw percentage. Seventy-two point five percent, one hundred seventeenth. What's what's that guy looking at? One hundred seventeenth, thirty-four point nine percent from now. three. Um, they've become, you know, better at uh, at some of this stuff this season as opposed to last season. And I think it's in a like they're still a good two-point shooting team. It's just that they're really good in uh, in other spots as well now. Like three-point shooting and free-throw percentage have become more positive than negative. I would say right now. Uh, and the thing here, Jeffrey, it's just like Dane. We know Dane isn't playing bad, but it's just not the this is not a it's a worse basketball team with Dane Danger on the floor, I think. And that's I mean, what do you even like? You you really think that Dane is like the like what are we even talking about here? Dane's not playing Brad. Oh no, we're gonna lose Dane. Who cares? Like, I like Dane, he's a talented player. What the who the hell cares about long term right now? Seriously, like who cares about long term when you have a team of mostly guys who are going to be gone next year and the guy coming in as a freshman
1: may play over him?
0: Yeah, I uh, like Jeffrey. This team is 12 and three, they have the number seven offensive efficiency in the country, and you do nothing but complain about the offense. I don't understand it. I think you're just trying to get a reaction. If if you are, you're succeeding, but it just doesn't make any sense to me.
1: (laughs) Uh, Steve says he likes Harmon in in late game for his experience. Uh, Warner says they thought Goody was 64%. I think it was 68 point something last night when he missed that one. So he might be at 64 now. (laughs) Wade says, got to win now, not next year. Dane clogs the lane. Not going to find any Dane sympathizers in this. uh,
0: We all think Dane is talented and a solid player, but it's just they're so much better with the way they're playing right now. Yeah. And if you're concerned about the long-term future of Dane Danger with this program, like, no offense, like, that doesn't need to be a priority right now. Yeah. How are mistakes – like, mistakes are being made long-term because Brad is not playing Dane Danger 20 minutes a night. Come on. Give me a break. (laughs) On what planet is Illinois a better team with Dane Danger playing the five? Maybe yeah. if Hawkins is in there to save his ass, yeah, sure.
1: Come on. Uh, I just got one more from Brad uh, in his post game. He said, "Quote: We're really good. We found a way to play that works for us. That lets ju- <laughs> and let's just get. <laughs> I don't even know what I wrote. Who, who cares what Brad's saying? <laughs> anyway, holy shit. Uh, uh, he said Jeff and Tyler have done a really good job of." keeping things creative on the offensive end. I thought you yeah. would enjoy. It's
0: G-E-O-F-F, by the way, not uh, Tyler J-E-F-F-F. Underwood
1: showing Why does it matter?
0: off alexander uh, Okay. They, he thinks that you think, okay. LOA's oh. 20th in the country inside the arc, and they're not really a mid-range team outside of uh, Damascus. Like, they score in the paint no matter what. Gary at the rim, Rodgers at the rim, Hawkins at the rim, Harmon at the rim. To mask at the rim they have an inside game and an outside game it seems like you're stuck in the past thinking that you need a six foot nine big 270 pound center to have an an, an inside game they have that already they have been a mostly really good team inside the arc even if they're struggling from three they've been good inside the arc almost every year that illinois had, that brad's had a good team here they have an inside game i i do they not? Am I wrong? I yeah, mean, it's I,
1: just it's just not with a big, right? And that's just, perfectly fine in this yeah. day and age. Well, I, I mean six six eight Gary cutting into the hoop is enough of an inside yeah. game. Yeah, or Damask backing somebody down. Yeah, you don't need a dominant big anymore.
0: Not very many teams in the country have that. So
1: yeah. So uh, yeah. Illinois wins. I'm very excited. I was super excited about how they played against Michigan State, um, and now don't suck against Maryland.
0: Yeah, I'm sure you're telling the truth uh, that you were really excited during the game as well. Uh, Illinois I was, number I was 10... cheering.
1: There's there might be video footage of me cheering. There you go out there. In uh,
0: the... Illinois number ten in the country, twelve and three, three and one. Playing Maryland, who's ten and six, two and three in the Big Ten. Sunday, one o'clock. Big Ten
1: Network watch party? Question mark. Uh, yeah, um, my plans have changed. Uh, so everybody I'm, blame I'm, him. I'm going to be in St. Louis Saturday night. Um, so it That's depends on if miss. we get back. I mean, Sounds I know like- you're going to be sitting in your parents' basement watching the game, regardless. So if I show up, I show up. How's that sound?
0: I, I mean, I would need. That's yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I, I will say this. I think he's he's not prioritizing the podcast, guys. Just put that in the, in the comments. <laughs> uh Illinois with the carnage in the top ten this week. Illinois could move up to maybe seven or eight if they. Do win you think game. so? I, yeah. Why not?
1: I don't know. I mean,
0: They'll jump Oklahoma for sure if they win this game. So that's right back to nine.
1: Yeah. What, who who do you think number one will be? Do you think UConn gets it by default? <sighs>
0: Yeah, that's a tough call. I would think so, right? I mean I don't know. Houston I still think
1: Purdue's the best team in the country, so
0: I would tend to agree. I, I also think that uh Kansas probably had the worst loss, followed up by Purdue and then and then Houston. I don't know how much that matters, but I guess Yukon still gotta win their, their next game, right?
1: Yeah, I don't know. They,
0: they got are. uh they got Georgetown, so they will win that. Okay, never mind. It doesn't even really count. <laughs> But we could see UConn at number one going into uh, Creighton and Villanova next week, so a couple good games there possibly.
1: Uh, Wade and Warner say uh, booty ball is our inside game. Uh, Kirk says, Dane, when he's on, is an easy bucket. He's proven that. Defense has been the limitation.
0: I don't know if Dane's an easy bucket against good opponents if he's not also passing the ball out, which he has been doing recently. Give him credit, but – yeah. Sometimes Dane just is thinking about it, nothing. Illinois just start. doesn't
1: start their offense low enough for Dan. Like I mean, Illinois' offense is to run the the bigs up top, and it's it's not a post up. Like you watch you watch Michigan State, Izzo is super old school. I mean, he runs traditional. You know, two guys on the block, two wings, um, running off screens. It, that's just not what Illinois does, Brad isn't going to
0: alter his offense in le- like there, there was the issues getting the ball to Kofi. I mean, that was also a thing Yeah. So I don't think he's going to alter his offense for,
1: for Dane danger. I haven't seen a lot of uh Dane Coleman action. Like, like Brad talked about four games ago, but yeah, what can you do?
0: Uh Maryland, <laughs> we would be doing a watch party, but uh, Tyler's obviously a fault of, of his.
1: I'm gonna say 95 percent oh, chance please. we do a watch party, please. and if you know anything about my percentages, the higher it is, the less likely it's gonna happen. Yeah, so it ain't happening, folks. <laughs> that out there now. I'm not even I, gonna schedule it. Okay. That's
0: what a nice. shame. What a shame. Uh, we had a free watch party sitting right in front of our face. I will there's say, a, if we don't, chance. if we don't do the Maryland game, we won't be able to do one until Rutgers Sunday. So, and that's also a Sunday noon spot. So, if we don't do Maryland, we will do Rutgers, right? There you go. You you can commit to that on air. And, hell, maybe we even do Northwestern on that Wednesday night as well. Uh, That's an 8 o'clock game, of course. Uh, That's probably going to be a loss. That's going to suck, but it's probably going to be a loss. Hard to win at Evanston. Uh, Okay, so Maryland desperately needed to get more from their players outside of Jameer Young this season. They really haven't. Uh, They came back, beat Michigan last night. I think both teams looked pretty bad in that game. Uh, They have losses to UAB, Davidson, Villanova, Minnesota, Indiana, and Purdue. I don't think they have any real key wins, zero wins against top 50 Ken Palm teams. Their top win is over Michigan, who's number 75 on Ken Palm. They also beat an awful UCLA team by nine. Uh, Maryland's projected lineup, you got Jameer Young, 6'1", 185 senior, averages 19 points, four rebounds, three assists. Obviously, we know how good he is. Uh, Ty Rogers hopefully can shut him down. Uh, they do have some length, I will say. Similar setup to Illinois in terms of size than most teams have, outside of the fact they do have a six foot one guard. But it helps when your six foot one guard is as good as Jameer Young is. Uh, guard Deshaun Harris Smith, freshman six five two fifteen, uh, had ten points, five boards, three assists against Michigan. Uh, averages seven points, four rebounds, three assists in the season. Uh, Jordan Geronimo six six two twenty five, junior Indiana transfer, shooting two for twenty five from three this season, which means he'll probably go five for seven in this yeah. game. Uh, Dante Scott, we all know him, 6'8", 230, senior, 22 points against Michigan. Only averaging 10-5 and 5 this year, which seems a little bit low. But,
1: uh, Didn't he go off last night? What did he have last night? Do you know? 22. I
0: just said it. I wasn't 22. listening. I wouldn't be either, though, to be honest. So you, you get a <laughs> pass for that. I don't
1: listen to some of the quotes. I was actually I was texting my wife to make sure she was okay, and she said that she's already home. So it's – Good stuff from you, uh, Julian Reese,
0: Center, six foot nine, two thirty, Junior, fourteen points, thirteen boards against Michigan, averaging thirteen point four points, nine point seven rebounds in the season. Uh, Ken Palm numbers, huge gap in offense. Illinois seventh in efficiency, Maryland one hundred seventy sixth. Defensively, much closer. Illinois twenty second, Maryland twenty fifth. Uh, notable stats here from Ken Palm. Maryland is three hundred forty third and three point point to twenty seven point seven percent. Maryland though tenth at guarding the two. Illinois second in the country at guarding the two behind only Houston, who has pretty much elite metrics across the board on the defensive end, Illinois ninth in average height, Maryland 74th, uh, players to watch. Uh,
1: yeah, I went with, uh, Coleman Hawkins, you know, really throwing it out there. Uh, and the young. Uh, I guess if Coleman can keep shooting, like he's shooting, uh, since FAU, Coleman's averaging 14 points per game, five rebounds per game, three assists per game, two blocks per game, two steals per game, and shooting 45% from three. Um, I did steal that from at the line I on Twitter. So thanks for that guy uh, tweeting that out. Um, but, yeah, we got to see if Coleman can keep shooting. I uh, feel like Julian Reese is, is you know, a center forward that can match up a little bit better than most centers um with Coleman, so hopefully he can keep going. Um And then Jameer Young, I mean, he's the best player on their team. Averages almost 20 a game. Uh, can Ty shut him down? Uh, you know, Maryland has had some tough games this year. They've scored 50 points in two of their losses. They only scored 40 against Villanova. And then the other two losses, they were like 61 points, so... Uh, Yeah, you got to shut down Jameer Young, and you know, beat the crap out of him. That's what we need.
0: Yep, Uh, I'm going with a bit of a front court matchup here. I'm going to take Quincy Gary on the Illini side. They need him to cover Dante Scott. That'll be a big matchup in this game. Huge matchup, yeah. Uh, And then I'm going Dante Scott as well. I I can see Coleman maybe guarding him as well. Like, there's a chance. I feel I would feel comfortable putting Gary on Reese if they want to go Coleman on Scott.
1: Uh, But Dante Scott. Go ahead. Sorry.
0: Dante Scott games against Illinois. uh, 2020 21, 16 points, eight boards. 2021 22, 17 points, seven rebounds. Then 25, six and two. And then last season, 12, three and three. So he's been good. But I feel like the combination of Dante Scott and Hakeem Hart, who is at Villanova now, those two would always kill Illinois.
1: Yeah. Hakeem Hart used to go off. Um, But yeah, I, I. this is a team that Illinois can definitely switch against um pretty fluidly so I don't think you're gonna see one guy guarding Scott the whole time um but I think Garrier is probably our best matchup against him Garrier is a little bit bigger uh more physical yeah so I like that I do think that's probably how
0: they'll start and we'll yeah, see sure. sure uh predictions you hate Maryland don't blame me. <laughs>
1: Uh, yeah, who cares about rest? Illinois is gonna, you know, just stomp all over them. Illinois 81, Maryland 64, 17 point win. Easy peasy.
0: I mean, if Maryland shoots the way they have in some games, it could be worse than this. Uh, I'm going with the I didn't even notice this until now. I'm going with the exact Kim Palm projection, which is 76 <laughs> 63. Illinois. Uh, whoops, Great. I've never Computers done Computer's
1: doing your work. Good job.
0: Uh, but yeah, I think Illinois just. They're just better. I, I don't know if Illinois defends the way we know they can. I I don't, it's gonna be hard for Maryland. Um, but you never know. I mean, Maryland, usually it's in College Park when they just shoot the lights out against Illinois, yeah. but uh, I feel much better about playing them in Champaign. And mm-hmm. uh, I think Illinois beat them pretty handily a couple years ago in Champaign, yeah. And I mean, like Kofi
1: Plummer, year we consider you know, Damask having an off night yesterday, still got 15 points. Five rebounds, five assists, or whatever it was. So, um, you get Gary A and you get Damasco, going. Uh, I, I think this should be a pretty easy win for LA.
0: Illinois 34.9% from three in the season. I would like to see their three point percentage over like the last month, like dating back to the beginning of December. Because I feel like those first six games they weren't great from three. Yeah. And I feel like they've really turned it on. Let me see if I can run those numbers on Bart Torvik here. And uh, let's transition over to you for you to tee up the Terrence Shannon Jr. news. Go ahead.
1: Uh, yeah, so the uh, court case was today uh, locally. Um, we probably could have been up there if we wanted to be, but why would we do that when there's other people that will go to it? Um, It seems like a lot of the team showed up. Uh, Coleman was there. Luke was there. Quincy. Uh, Gary, a, I don't think Harmon was there. Um, so they were there to support them. Uh, the judge came back with a ruling of, I'm not making a ruling yet. Uh, it's going to be, uh, written out. She's got to go over case studies. Apparently there were 52 cases, um, brought to her. So she got to go review all those. I don't know if this is good or bad. Um, I just they say this is what happens in federal court, which I've never been in. Thankfully, Harmon was there. Thank you, Hinkle. I appreciate it. So everybody but Dane Danger. <laughs> How's that make you feel?
0: What do you got to say now, Jeff?
1: <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so uh supposedly we'll know within like seven days. I don't I don't really know how this works, but uh, they said that both sides presented good facts. Um. So it's just kind of up to the lawyer. I mean the judge, whoever does the thing. Lawless is a heck of a name for a judge, by the way.
0: It's a tough uh yeah, it's a tough situation. Um, my main focus throughout this entire thing has been on the team. Like I know yeah, a lot of people are posting there's so, most of my Twitter feed on the podcast account is about Shannon. And obviously we like the guy and we hope he's innocent and uh there's no reason for us to believe that he's guilty. Right. I feel like we don't really know anything anyway, but it's not like this guy's ever had a character issue that we know of going into this. Um, Right. And it sucks. I think the way that universities operate, Uh, I know that technically they don't have to give him the right to play, but it's just like the, the guilty until proven innocent type thing, which is frustrating. These yeah. universities are so scared to take a stand. I think, which you I, know, I, it's not my position to say they should, but
1: from what I understand, they're basically saying that we we're still honoring your scholarship and you can still do everything. You just can't play basketball right now. So, um, I thought it was weird that the university basically said you brought this on yourself, though. That was kind of a like it's a little harsh, um, but. That's because that's, that's where they stand. I mean, I understand why they're saying it. So
0: that's because, and I don't know any of these people, but let me just say this. And I'm not by any means saying that I know anything, whether he's innocent or not. Most of the people at the top of these universities, a lot of the decision makers are some of the most spineless, cowardly piece of garbage liars that you can encounter. And that's literally what power is in America at this point. Like a lot of these people are the same humorless spineless. Um, and I think that that's probably the case at Illinois. You look at a big university like Illinois, they probably have a lot of those people making decisions. And I I don't know this for a fact, but I mean, come on, it's probably true. Um, and if I'm wrong, I'll say I'm wrong. I don't really care either way. I just know that, um, a lot of these people, uh, you know, you know, I won't say what I was about to say. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to get political, but uh, you know, it's, it's a tough, it's a tough situation. uh obviously what i want right now is for the team to keep winning and keep playing and i think there's some people that are way too wrapped up in the fact that oh he's going to be back or he has to come back or he's not going to come back
1: yeah i mean that's you know i made the comment that we have to stop saying that we're playing games without our best player or whatever it is because right now it, it is what it is um if he never comes back he never comes back this team needs to keep playing well and and going from there, it, it is nice to see the guys go there and support him. Um, you know, as they're supposed to be kind of staying out of it. But
0: um, you think some of the people on this Illini panel or some of the decision makers, if they were in this situation, they would have friends. These are the type of people that have no friends, by the way. Uh, <laughs> These—they're uh, all fake. You know, it's—it's—it's. It's, it's, I hate. Like I will never, and I'm not taking a side here, but I will never. I will never support some of the like the universities themselves yeah i don't care they railroad people like no other and i'm not saying anything specific about this case i'm just saying don't trust these people and you know that's just it's it's what it is don't trust politicians either i mean what are you what are you what are you gonna come on please i don't care about us
1: uh, Philip says Illinois played a B minus C plus game and still beat Michigan State, who played an A game. I think, I
0: think Michigan State probably played like a B game, B minus game, but they made a lot of big shots to
1: keep. They something. made a lot of tough shots, like yeah. shots that it was like, how did that go in?
0: Which I is think. kind of the opposite of how it was in Champaign last year, because they couldn't make anything from
1: three. Yeah, yeah. But uh, like going to the lane, double pumping, flipping it up, and it somehow would go in. Uh, Bergie says not. Much good happens at a bar after midnight. It could not be more right there. Uh Steve says blocking his NIL ability now, if he comes back innocent, might cost him. Yeah, I don't know the legal ramifications if you know he's innocent and they, you know, denied him money. I, I assume that he could sue the school for, you know. It, it's just it's a it's a complete mess right now.
0: I would say based on what we know and everything around this entire, like I don't see, I know there's policies in place.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And I'm not advocating for anything or saying something's true. Something's not true. I I would, if, and I know that if I were making the decisions here, I would be a different person, I would let them play, but that's just me. I'm not in a position of power for a reason. Like, you know, right. I'm too young for that. And most of these people are grow up, you know, with the New York City types, you know, which I'm not that, but sure. You
1: know. Uh the happy Hermit says, Hey guys, just got here. Any word on Shannon's hearing today, where well, that's actually what we're talking about right now. Uh the lawyer or the judge, I don't know why I keep saying lawyer. The judge said that the uh verdict will come in writing uh X ex- expeditedly X ex- quickly. Exponentially you say? quickly. Expedited. Uh, so nothing nothing today. Um, is is what we know. So uh, Hinkle says it's incredible. The team has been able to compartmentalize and the, all the background noise. You have to imagine the will he won't he uncertainty starts weighing on these guys. Yeah, I think that Coleman touched on it a little bit last night in the post game. Um, he just said that they just are continuing to do what they do. Um, you know, they get up, they go, you know, to practice. They're ju- they're just treating it like. I I hate to say nothing happened, but just like, you know, it it is what it is. So uh, Brady says, I vote Tyler gets a law degree. Absolutely not. Uh, Hermit says, I agree with you, Ethan, but universities have to cover their butts too.
0: Look at this guy's hair that's behind (laughs) Coleman. I
1: saw that picture. Jesus. Yeah.
0: Um, Uh, I mean, look, let's let's just say it how it is, folks. We don't know anything.
1: We don't know anything. Yeah.
0: The most I've ever learned about law is in Better Call Saul, if that's all you <laughs> need, need to know. And I'm not – I don't I don't think this is going to backfire, what I said earlier, but, like, I'm not ever going to take the side of a university. So there you go.
1: Yeah, um, I get
0: that they have to cover themselves, but it's just like, man, it's tough. It sucks for both sides, especially if he's innocent. It's really bad.
1: Yeah, I. that's, that's the only thing is, like, I text you afterwards. I said it just sucks that – the university is basically attacking Shannon now because it's in the court system. I mean, saying that, you know, it's not our fault. It's your fault. So
0: because they won't take a stand on anything, you know. but
1: if it's, you know, comes back that he didn't do it, then I mean, it is the university's fault for not,
0: I mean, Illini, giving, I mean a I Twitter, if that, if it comes through, these innocent eventually. Yeah. But if he's not right.
1: innocent, then you know all this means nothing. So. But the
0: thing is that everything we've seen, everything we've read right now, it's kind of insane that to think that he's guilty based on what we know. But guess what? We weren't there. We, we don't. Know, yeah, so.
1: and who knows if we know everything?
0: So it just seems like there's a lot of weird weirdness in the way that this has gone down from from the Kansas State state of Kansas. Yeah. Uh,
1: I gotta but, think that they have something else if they li- literally I press suppose. charges. But I suppose, yeah. Well, we'll see.
0: We'll see what happens. Uh, yeah, I just want the team to keep winning.
1: Yeah, and, uh, just keep being a team and playing well. There's a
0: reason. That's, there's a reason that we've barely made any comments on this, and uh, I'd like to keep it that way. Even though I did attack the university, <laughs> yeah. I think that's a fair thing to do.
1: I mean, until until there's a judgment, um, we probably won't say anything else.
0: I'm also not uh, sitting here. I'm not sitting here saying Terrence Shannon is innocent because I don't know. Right. But I know there's due process and the way the law yeah. works. We, yeah. you know, you and they're denying him a
1: uh, living wage right now is what it kind of feels like. So uh, did you see the transcripts from the questioning of the plaintiffs? Pretty iffy as far as what she said. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, we've kind of we've kind of read everything. So I don't know. I I'm I, I think we're good. <laughs>
0: Yeah, around the Big Ten. The Big Ten. Uh, <laughs> the Big Ten wins a national championship. We are back. Woo! Uh, Michigan beats Washington, the national championship. Uh, good stuff. I mean, I don't like Washington. There's a reason I'm uh, – let me just uh,
1: – what oh, a week yeah.
0: for Oregon football right there. Washington's coach goes to Alabama. Our coach stays. <laughs> we get the number one receiver in the portal. I mean, things are looking up in Eugene. Uh, which we will be in Eugene next uh, in September for the or for yeah. in October for the Illinois Oregon football we will yeah, we certainly pick be booster there i got to get that going yeah uh future big 10 teams uh Oregon is one of them but uh UCLA is uh horrific this season so with the four teams coming to the big 10 next season basketball wise i would say USC underperforming uh UCLA certainly underperforming uh, uh, Washington, I would say about where they should be 10 and 6, 2 and 3 in the conference. Uh, top 50 offense, 81st defensive efficiency. Um, then I would say Oregon looks pretty good. I mean, metrics wise, not not great. Good offensively. They're 4 and 0 in the Pac 12, though, uh, with wins over USC, UCLA, Washington, and Washington State. Uh, they got Cal, and then they got some tests against Colorado and Utah, Arizona State, Arizona. Arizona State playing much better. Um, but right now it looks like Oregon is uh, maybe the strongest program in basketball this season, at least coming into. Uh, I I do think USC and UCLA will rebound next year, and be a little bit better. But UCLA is horrific. Uh, they're now 237th in offense this year. They lost to Utah last night by uh, 46 points. That's insane.
1: I, I I know that you text me, and I was I was already heated at the time. Trying to throw your
0: mind off. Of the-
1: <laughs> um, but yeah. 40 90 to 44 is absolutely crazy.
0: Yeah, I mean, you look at the, some of the numbers. Uh, uh, Utah's big man, Brandon Carlson, had uh 12 points and 14 rebounds. They had uh, a guy off the bench, Devion Smith, had 11 assists. By the way, do you know Utah? Utah might be the tallest team in the country in terms of lineup. They go 6'4, 6'6, 6'7, 7'7", foot and 7'1 in their lineup. What? So, they have a big. They have a big team. Uh, average height. They're second in the country behind only uh, Florida State. So yeah, that was bad. I mean, that was UCLA rock bottom. This is a team that started the year five and two. I liked them. They uh, almost beat Marquette. Marquette slipping a little bit. They almost beat Gonzaga. Gonzaga slipping. Uh, and they beat UC Riverside. But then after that, lost to Villanova. Lost to Ohio State. Lost to Cal State Northridge. Lost to Maryland. Lost to Oregon, Stanford, Cal, and Utah. They're bad. It's bad. Uh, with the way their schedule lines up, they might actually be 6 and 14 going into the Oregon State game on February 1st because uh, they got Washington and they got Arizona State who's playing much better. They got Arizona and USC. It's a bad basketball team. You yeah. lose Hawke's and Campbell and Amari Bailey.
1: Yeah, that makes a difference.
0: Got Bona mm-hmm. back, but other than that, it's tough.
1: Uh, Steve says who will coach at UCLA next year?
0: Mick Cronin. Unless he leaves, which his buyout is ridiculous for basketball. Do you see what his buyout is? No. I think it's twenty Kevin Sweeney was talking about this. I think it's twenty million uh before April first and sixteen million after April first. Nobody's gonna nobody's gonna pay that to get him. Yeah. Like there's yeah. rumblings of maybe Louisville, but I don't I don't see it.
1: Uh Happy Herman says, How cool is it that Michigan and Sparty are in last place now?
0: I don't really concern myself with other teams that much. Uh,
1: Soda P. Kino says, Do you guys know what's going on with the women's basketball team? I haven't won a conference game yet.
0: I liken the women's basketball team to the football team one good year and then they just suck because that's what they are.
1: <laughs> yeah. So, I, everybody,
0: I still think they both, both of those, like the football team and the women's basketball, I think they have good coaching. It's
1: just. Yeah. I need know. to figure it out. Yeah, probably uh, not. Happy Hermit says, Bronny James sucks media hyped him up so much, so I love that.
0: I mean, I I don't want to call Happy Hermit out, but I feel like it's maybe a little immature to be loving somebody's sucking, quote-unquote.
1: Uh, he, he don't
0: like his dad. I mean, he does, like he's a decent defender. He's 41% from the field, 26% from three. 64 percent from the free throw line, averaging six points, two rebounds, one and a half. I we all knew he was overhyped. Yeah, I don't love that he's not playing very well, but I don't. I also don't really care, I guess. But uh, I don't like LeBron, so whatever, you know.
1: Uh, Hinkle says uh, redacted podcast bringing some random attorney that's been tweeting in the case onto their live podcast.
0: I uh, I did see that attorney. Uh, I did retweet their thing last night, so I was trying to give him some help. But yeah, I just I, I find it. I mean i I don't know if I want to attack the Illini world here. Should I?
1: You think on me? <laughs> I didn't call sure you does. immature. <laughs> I said that was an
0: immature thing to do, bud. All right. Uh. Uh, No, but let's just let's just put this out there.
1: What are we doing now? I think
0: it is oh
1: man. Do it. The fans want it. You know the fans want
0: it. This is like the New York crew moving on the New Jersey crew in season six of the Sopranos. I mean, this is is, I think it's such bullshit. And I think you have absolutely zero talent or ability if your podcast right now in the Allini world revolves around Terrence Shannon Jr. stuff. And I think there's a couple out there. Maybe doesn't revolve around them, but they talk a hell of a lot about it. How about we focus on the fact this team is 12 and three? How about we focus on the fact this team is what three and one in the Big Ten? How about we focus on the fact that Brad Underwood has brought consistency back to this program? It's one guy. We all like the guy. We all know he's a good player. We hope he's innocent. Yeah. Focus on the team. Like care about what this team is right now. They're playing good. Bad, playing for each other. This is a cohesive unit as Brad says, and if you're just trying to get clicks and views from the Terrence Shannon stuff, drama does that find something else to do with your yeah. life. I mean, you suck. You suck at what you're doing. If that's what you're doing this entire time, you suck. And I'm calling out
1: two Clip specific it and ship it.
0: at least one specific podcast with that. I think <laughs> it's just insane that that's what some of these podcasts have come to and maybe maybe we should be doing that too because we get more views but i don't think i'm really interested in that i don't think you're interested in that not, no. um so sorry for, that we like basketball i guess would be would be what i would say on that um and i'd love to name names but i don't really want to cross that line yet uh we'll see how it uh, progresses people want to know
1: week. the thing is like i don't know what well, they want to know people's opinions People on want to
0: know speculation and opinions from most yeah. of these guys who have no idea anything about the law. I mean that's the problem. Like, it's just what happened to like being like uh provoking thoughts and thinking about things and using thinking skills rather than just revolving everything in your life around drama and what's dramatic. You know what's not dramatic? The fact that we have a very good basketball program right now on the floor. And one guy being gone is not going to change this being a good team. It might change them from being a great team, but they're still a good basketball team that has a very real chance to get to the Sweet 16. And I'm 100% more interested in that than I am with this story because this involves a lot of factors. And I know I attacked the university. Uh, I'd stand by that because I think most universities, especially of this size are a joke. They rob people of money like no other. Um, and I think it's just insane that we have people in the Illini world being so infatuated or concerned or wanting clicks. Like there's a certain podcast out there that did a podcast very quickly after this and had a ton of viewers in it. If that's the way you want to live, I I mean, I I would say the reputation of maybe some people there may, may not be the greatest, but I just think that it's, uh. It's absolutely ridiculous that we've come to this point. And, uh, you know, I expected nothing. Like, I expected if something like this happened, this is how the world works now. Mm But uh, I'm concerned about basketball. You know what? Throw this in there while we're at it. Tyler Hansborough is horrible at podcasting. (laughs) Good basketball player. Just a total absolute bore snooze fest of a podcaster who seems so unprepared when he's up there just because he knows basketball doesn't mean he knows these teams. It's the same guy that called Illinois a fringe tournament team after they lost to Purdue by five. If anything's going to galvanize a fan base against somebody, it's that. And especially when you do it to Illinois, which is just a different level uh fan base wise on Twitter. But um, I will make a, a statement right now. We will not talk about the Terrence Shannon thing at all until there's an actual definitive decision on whether he's playing again this season or not. And if we go back on that and I'm wrong, it's his fault, not mine.
1: <laughs> nope. I, I agree. I think I said that I said that that I didn't really, until... really I
0: didn't even really want to talk about it today, but you know, I guess you have to at some point.
1: Yeah, I mean, I since there was a case, I mean we waited till after it was whatever was decided was decided to do this. So I like, but it definitely wasn't the reason I mean, we were doing this podcast regardless of that. So
0: I would almost take the, uh, the mentality that uh, my head football coach at Oregon, Dan Lanning had against Colorado where, you know, other podcasts are fighting for clicks. We're fighting for wins. Um, That's what we do. There's a reason that uh, I don't, you know click like I actually looked up I looked up the name Jeff Alexander on Twitter the other night. I don't remember why. Um but I did see my tweet from this summer about hey Jeff Alexander would be a great a great fit at West Virginia. Uh and then that guy responded to clickbait and it was just a the only thing you click on is a, picture a, of a Jeff picture. alexander so, <laughs> we're not clickbait guys. We don't have a website I don't think the people that we work with at armchair are clickbait people.
1: No, I I think that they've gone about the Terrence Shannon thing about how we have, and and I do like that that they have done it that way. So
0: I probably went further today than I than I should have. I would say, but you know, sometimes you do what you got to do. I guess. I yeah. Don't
1: know. Um. Embraer says, can and will Northwestern take out Wisconsin? We need somebody to beat them.
0: <sighs> that game's in Madison. I say they have zero chance. Yeah, and uh it is in Madison, so no. I don't think Wisconsin has a chance to lose until maybe at Minnesota, which is probably hoping for a lot. Like, Wisconsin could – and I know there's a lot of things that happen. Wisconsin could be, you know, 10-0 in the big thing going into Purdue. I don't think they will be, but yeah. it's not the craziest thing. Worst, do, have, do you
1: think that they have one of the easier schedules, Big Ten-wise?
0: Certainly, the way it looks right now, I mean, you got – uh, they don't play Purdue until February 4th, and that's home. Uh they played Ohio State in the road. That's a tough game, but Ohio State's been kind of reeling lately. Uh mm. they played Michigan State in the road, which looked harder until Michigan State was really bad early December. So it's lined up well for Wisconsin. Wouldn't be that surprised if Wisconsin won the Big Ten. They're hard to beat and they got a lot of weapons. Yeah. They can they can score and they can guard. They got uh, the number two adjusted offense in the Big Ten right now. They are one spot ahead of Illinois. And Purdue is uh, second. So it would be Purdue one, Wisconsin two, Illinois three. So three top ten offenses in the Big Ten. How about that? Big time stuff. Uh, Almost four if Ohio State and Iowa were a bit more competent Mm. in Nebraska. Uh,
1: Jay Bunker says, Big Ten is just horrific this year. I think Michigan State will get it together. Wisconsin, Purdue, and Illinois are legit good teams. Yeah, I think, Ethan's your thing on Twitter, you think that uh, Michigan State will win nine of their next – or go nine and six, get to ten wins probably?
0: I think so, yeah. I
1: I don't know what schedule looks like. But.
0: Yeah, they got uh, some pretty – I mean, they got home games against Rutgers and Minnesota next. They got at Maryland, at Wisconsin. Uh, home games against Michigan and Maryland, at Minnesota. Home against Illinois, at Penn State, at Michigan. Home against Iowa, home against Ohio State, at Purdue – Home against Northwestern at Indiana. So I think they could easily go nine and six, maybe even ten and five.
1: Yeah. <clears throat> uh Hinkle said he can't wait for IG's paywall content following today's hearing. I think Sturdy was already tweeting it out, so it's great stuff. So I guess Sturdy was there. He didn't go to work today. It's great stuff. Anyways. Uh Steve says Wisconsin in the top four of the big 23 out of the last 25 years, nothing new.
0: Boy, you struggled yeah. reading that one.
1: Well, because it said b one zero, 0, kind of threw me off. Uh, Wisconsin is 12 and 3 this year.
0: They won That's 20 games, 20 games last year. They missed the, the, the tournament, but uh, before that, 25 wins round two, 18 wins round two, 21 wins COVID year, uh, 23 wins round one. Uh, 15 and 18, that was a bad year, 2018. But then uh, 27 wins, Sweet 16, 22 wins, Sweet 16. And then obviously you get into the Bo Ryan era where they just had a ton of success in the tournament, made it every year with him, including a uh, runner-up finish in his last year. So, yeah, Wisconsin's been one of the best programs in the Big Ten for the last 20 years. Maybe the best outside of Michigan State, I would say. Yeah. Um, And maybe Michigan is close. I think Wisconsin's been the most consistent out of everybody outside of Michigan State, so... There you go. Uh, does Juwan Howard get fired? Big, big question. I mean, it seems like things are spiraling a, a bit.
1: I think he has to, right? At this point,
0: I think it's. I think the smokescreen of the football team is gone right now, right? That's kind of <laughs> they won, move on.
1: Not, not for the fans. I hear that they're. That's all their only comments when you talk about the basketball team. So I think uh, they'll probably
0: he, mutually part ways or something at the end of the yeah. year. Yeah.
1: Weird stuff going on in Michigan. Uh Their point guard is only missing away like, games. I don't know. He dropped some – like the way it came out was some random yeah. Instagram <laughs> post or something. Yeah, I mean –
0: They got to get their uh, their affairs in order. Let that
1: happen. It was, it's, it's strange. I, I don't think there's any way that he – He's back next. Yeah,
0: they're twenty four and twenty six the last two seasons after Sweet Sixteen, but only won ninety. They won nineteen games in a Sweet Sixteen year, like that's hard to do. And then obviously the year for that, they were really good, twenty three and five, and stole the Big Ten Elite Eight as well. But you know what? I'm over that. Uh, Illinois was a one seed that year, so was Michigan. Michigan got further in the tournament, so I feel like we could just be like, yeah, they stole a Big Ten title, but they were made it further in the tournament than us by two rounds. So what can we True. say? Uh, and if uh, UCLA didn't pull some rabbits out of the hat towards the end of that game in the elite eight. Michigan might've gone to the final four that year. So, um, yeah, he's gotta be gone. It's, it's bad. Uh, they're 12 and 13 in the big 10 over the last two years, uh, going back the last three years, they are 23 and 22 in the big 10. Uh, and then if you take away that 2021 year, they are 33 and 32 in the big 10 under Juwan Howard outside of the 14 and three year, which you can't do cause it does count. But, uh, 17 games in the Big Ten, one season. Yikes. Um, I think he'll be gone. I don't know what they'll do. Like, do they just give it to Martelli? I, I, I wouldn't be thrilled with that if I'm Michigan. i Michigan. Yeah, I don't know. He's Once old.
1: Do that, yeah. He's a
0: good coach, but is that the best route to go for the way the game? Like, He's only 69. He looks 79, but, you know, coach for that
1: long. I would think Michigan would want to make a, a splash higher, but who knows?
0: Yeah. Maybe Jeff Alexander. Um, Nebraska, real deal. I will say it right now. Nebraska's the real deal. Now, they're not going to shoot the way they did against Purdue every game. Right. But they're also 89th in three-point shooting, so they're good from three. I think this team's still going to hit a lull of some sort. Uh, This is a huge win for their program, though, to beat Purdue, especially do it by 16. Um, And you look at that game, uh, a lot of contributors. Wilcher had 16 points. Sam Hoiberg had nine points. Bryce Williams had nine points, eleven rebounds, nine assists. Uh, Rink Mast had eighteen points. Tomanaga had five threes, nineteen points. Then Jawan Gary had twelve and five. So yeah, this is. A, I think Nebraska is good. I still think there's a limit to what their ceiling is. Like I wouldn't be that surprised if they come out and get rinsed by Iowa tonight. Yeah, uh, I could see that happening.
1: Well, it's kind of it's crazy because you know after they lost to Wisconsin, people said that they're you know maybe a tournament team, and everybody's like, where are they going to get their wins from? Pretty sure that nobody put Purdue down as one of those wins. I said they would win like four games. Yeah, <laughs> which
0: yeah. I still don't think they're going to win that many. I, I think they'll probably go with like eleven and nine, which is probably going to get them into the tournament. I mean, that Purdue be. win is going to go a long way.
1: Yeah. yeah, trying to
0: pull up the the Big Ten Network, but anyway, what was my last thing? I don't have it pulled up.
1: Oh, what is Minnesota?
0: Yeah, Minnesota, classic, <laughs> classic Minnesota. I feel like even yeah. under Patino, they would have like a really good record early in the season. Then they would just get destroyed once the Big Ten started. But this year, they're three and one in the Big Ten. I still think that that's going to fall off. I mean, they have Indiana, Iowa, Michigan State, Wisconsin in their next four. They could easily go one and three or zero oh and four in those games.
1: Yeah. Uh, and I mean, they what they beat Michigan and Maryland.
0: Yeah, they beat Michigan, Maryland, and Nebraska. Okay, they would be thirteen and two right now. If they didn't choke against Missouri, so but they're a fine team. I'm not overly scared of them, but I'm not surprised they're better. I mean, they do have Cam Christie, he's a good freshman, and uh, Dawson Garcia back, and Ola Joseph in the sophomore year, Carrington in the sophomore year, Payne in the sophomore year. Elijah Hawkins is a bit of an undersized guard from Howard, but he's uh, been pretty good for them as well. Uh, he is uh, shooting the ball well from three recently. So, yeah, I don't know. I, I think Minnesota is not going to be a tournament team. I could see them being on the bubble in, like, late February, but I don't think they'll eventually make it. Uh, but this is no doubt about it the worst Big Ten we've seen in a while, I would say, just in terms of how many teams there are that aren't, like, very good at all. There's not, like, a really, really bad team. I don't think Michigan – Michigan's close to that. but. Yeah. Yeah, not I don't say
1: yeah it's it's just cr- kind of crazy how it's all shaken out through four games at that point you know so I would say I would,
0: I would say I would say the Big 10 is going to win a national championship this year even though the conference sucks
1: You still think Purdue's winning an natty. Yeah,
0: either. yeah. Why not? I mean, why well, not us? Yeah, maybe. Hey. <laughs> who get, knows? Get our get our best player back, Nico Moretti. Yeah. And we go.
1: And Hansberry, yep, I mean, the good two, to go. The two
0: big dogs. I mean, we'll see. I, I think Illinois, the worst case scenario for them the rest of the season, I would say, would be to finish under five hundred in the Big Ten. 9 and eleven. I think is the worst case. I think best case is thirteen and seven. And I think if you go thirteen and seven, that shakes out to what twenty one wins the rest of the, for the season. So twenty one and uh yeah. uh 10 i would take that 21 to 10 probably get you a 5 seed maybe a 4 seed yeah. so take that any day of the week yeah go brad go <laughs> good good ball coach brad knows ball as i've always said
1: yeah i mean who, who's i've been i've one been
0: of, one of underwood's biggest supporters since that moment though
1: that, yeah, that is true i mean that was that was heat of the moment
0: is missouri i mean nobody likes missouri. to lose to missouri yeah
1: Say early on in our watch party career, that's
0: also why I'm not too worried about the futures because I still think Brad can do the same thing in the portal that he did this year. Just keep running that method back, bring in a bunch of veterans. Hopefully, your freshmen's growing sophomores and play better. Like, if this team has Rodgers and Sincere back next year on top of DGL and Moretti, like they're going to be pretty good at guard, they still need to bring in a shooter and a veteran, probably. But yeah. I feel I feel good about the methods and the
1: uh, the NIL and stuff. Brad hasn't had a problem getting the guys that he wants in the portal
0: because we really don't know if he wanted Ray J, do
1: we? I mean, I was just I think a word that on was the the, that was a
0: scenario that they probably wanted him, and it felt like more of a foregone conclusion than maybe it should have, just because it yeah. felt like such a good fit and so logical since he's from the state, right? You know stuff like that, but uh look, yeah, we
1: got Harman.
0: Can we can we, we talk real quick? Can we talk real quick about Baylor's camera angle? Jesus,
1: <laughs> I didn't actually see the game. I just saw the picture. Oh my god! I How can you build a place that only holds seven thousand people and you put the camera in the rafters? It's weird. Yeah, weird. It,
0: it is very weird. You would think in the modern day when you're building a new one that you would think you
1: need to have that. a permanent spot that yeah would look good. Maybe it's too close because it's. So I mean, Cameron
0: Indoor is, you know, that way. The so. same, yeah. So we well, to State Farm, we got all the good angles for the camera.
1: Uh, the Happy Hermit says the judge asked for a delay in making a ruling really on the case. Yes, this is this is the last time we'll say it. Um, but yeah, there there's a they asked they couldn't make a decision now. It will be in writing. They say probably within seven days when that happens.
0: I think the Happy Hermit is fly on. the dub.
1: Is it? He Switch? I think so. Hmm. He's an immature fellow. He's, he's got the same same picture as Fly the Dove. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Gotcha. All right. I, uh, I wouldn't
0: want to be Flying the dub right now uh, if I were a Cup fan. Let me tell you, what a pathetic offseason. You sign a fly ball Japanese pitcher. I mean, come on. it's not going to get you <laughs> anywhere. All right, Bellinger ain't coming
1: back anyway. Uh, yeah. Anything else you want to take a shot at before we close this? Uh,
0: I think we're good. I think we're good. This, okay. this episode sucked. I feel bad for people that have to listen to this. Yeah, I apologize. Episode. No, it's on um, me.
1: I went too far. I, I said feel too like much. there's more on me. Yeah. Jeremy, what's going on? Thanks for coming by. We're just now finishing. Uh, uh, as always, we want to thank the Alamo Steakhouse and Saloon at 700 East Broadway Avenue in Mattoon, Illinois. You can find them online at www.alamo-steakhouse.com. Tonight's special Friday is a Snapper Veracruz. You ever had Grilled Snapper? I have not. Me me neither. Um, But it's a Grilled Snapper topped with tomato, green olive, and a caper sauce. Sounds good. Uh, On Sunday, they have their 8-ounce prime rib, as always, with a glass of wine for $26. Um, If you guys would like to be a sponsor our our episodes or our watch parties that we don't do anymore because i can't make them to them uh reach out to us on twitter um, or email us at alini basketball podcast at gmail.com as always we appreciate you guys don't forget to like subscribe share comment review us on apple i think we're up to 4.0 because of you guys so thank you for that um, and we're, uh, we're still grinding to 500 subs on this platform of YouTube. Uh, let's try to get that before our 200th episode. Yep. So We got about a month to do that. So I, uh, Cody will be back.
0: I don't know what that means. I don't
1: know what that means either, but, uh, hopefully.
0: Illinois oh, wins. Bellinger, Cody Bellinger. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Great. I'm real scared of him. Uh, uh, we should change the Elite Illini podcast. That would be good.
1: We should. Thanks, Schlag boy. Thanks for stopping by. As always, we appreciate you guys. I already Hardy envisioned we got you. Boots I already
0: envision what our logo could look like.
1: It would be elite, I'm sure.
0: It would. It would just have where it says basketball podcast. It would just say above on the left, above the ILL. It would say elite. Kind of.
1: Kind of put the triangle and pop nope. it up there. No, nope. Terrible. Could we change the basketball to Brad's face? Oh, uh,
0: I'll have to ask Brad about that probably if I had to guess, but
1: I'll send him a text message.
0: Cool. I mean, I, I, there's we, what we should do this offseason. We should really put the program or the university to the test and be like, we're coming up to Champagne. You guys gonna let us do stuff? Let us hang out? I mean, come
1: on. Let me do a thing.
0: That would be cool. Hang yeah. out with Brad for a day. Be like, yeah, I definitely didn't trash the university in today's episode. Yeah. I didn't Maybe trash that with to,
1: to the golf course. I don't know, I'd, I'd don't they have a really nice golf course, course now? Yeah, am sure.
0: A good golf program. Maybe the best part of the university athletically is golf, at least in terms of recent success and consistency. It's right there. Uh, yeah, all right, and uh, might as well get to an hour 30 since we're two minutes away. So, uh, <laughs> final, right. final call for comments. Anybody Go
1: got any questions, or comments, or concerns, or um, should I be double universiting today? I mean, it's two big 10 schools, so it, yeah. I mean, you're only an Oregon football fan,
0: yeah. I feel so weird being an Oregon football fan because I feel like I'm being heavily judged by people, and it's like, dude. What do you want me to say? Like, uh, why would I be an Illinois football fan? Number one, I hope they're good. I root for their success, but uh, I was rooting for Oregon when Chip Kelly was there. They were a fun team growing up. I think this is if if there's any teams that people grew up watching when around my age, it would be Oregon. So, why not be an Oregon fan?
1: Yeah. So, what do you like Oregon Oregon. because they had really cool jerseys? Big part of
0: it. Yeah. That's a big part of it. High level offense, a lot of success. It's not, it would be worse, I think, if I were like an Alabama fan. Or, like, uh, an Ohio State, like these Ohio State fans that didn't go there. Like, come on. Yeah. You're it's a horrible. big
1: Mariota guy. You like him?
0: Big Mariota. Yeah. I thought Mariota would be a good pro. Not, 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 not the case. He's Where's still he there. Now, is he? uh, Eagles back up. Could see him on Sunday or Monday, I guess, if uh, Jalen Hurts goes down, I could see it.
1: Uh, ugly floor in Oregon, yeah. The basketball court's brutal.
0: But Otson Stadium, beautiful place. You and I will be there in October for the uh, for the Illini game Booking. against Oregon. That's gonna be lotter Like that's gonna be cold in October. in October. Probably not too bad. No, probably like fifties, forties, or fifties. Yeah. that's not cold. I mean, you're from this area and you are afraid of the cold weather. It appears.
1: I mean, yeah. If we're gonna sit outside in a football game, I am. Yes
0: you want to go to the Chiefs game tomorrow and skip St. Louis? Uh, No. $30, $40 tickets for the Chiefs playoff game tomorrow.
1: I heard, because it's so cold.
0: These people are babies.
1: Big plans for the game Sunday. We had better not lose. And Brats, what are you doing for the game?
0: What are the Bears um, doing uh, Sunday? Having uh, a watch party? Bears sitting sitting on the ca- the couch? Weird. <laughs> Seems like that's the case a lot of years.
1: I, I, people were really enjoyed your, uh, rant about Green Bay and the Bears, by the way.
0: I mean, I almost feel bad. It's like, it's like kicking a person when they're, mm-hmm. when they're already dead, you know? Yeah. And I think that the Bears' soul as a franchise is dead. You have hope every year, you still suck. It's never going to change. Like, how the Bears would have to win like five, the Bears would have to win three Super Bowls in the next 20 years to overcome the damage. Of being 35 games under 500 against a direct rival in the last 30 years, it's tough.
1: Uh, Butzila wants to know if you hate all Chicago teams. Um, I
0: don't know if I care enough about baseball anymore to hate the Cubs. I mean, I I really really like Wrigley Field, um, but I will say I, I obviously don't want them to win. That's correct. Uh, White Sox. I mean, are they? They even have a, another Irrelevant. team. I mean, come on, that's they're <laughs> a joke. Uh, the Blackhawks. I don't like. Uh, but I wasn't super into hockey 15 years ago, so
1: so so we're in a weird part of the state, so we are technically closer to St. Louis. Um, it's easier to get to than Chicago. So, I would you say it's like 50 50 in this area if you're Cubs or a Cardinals fan, or you think Cardinals fans are, I think
0: Cardinals might be a little higher, like 55 45, I would say, but I don't know. I mean, I think it's that like there's maybe two percent White Sox fans, I would say. And we know a few of them, so big ups to us. Uh, but other than that, yeah, the Bears not a fan. Obviously, I, I, I almost feel bad for the for the Bears at this point. It's pretty pretty sad. Uh, and the Bulls, I don't really hate the Bulls at all. Uh, being a Suns fan, it has not. I mean, I know the Suns lost the Bulls in the finals, but it was about six years before I was born, so I don't have anything there. Um, and I just don't. There's no NBA. I hate maybe two NBA teams. I'm not like that into it to where I would hate them. But like it's it's much. Yeah, like we're an hour away from St. Louis, three and a half from Chicago. Yeah, uh, so it is different in terms of you know being from the southern part of, and I know that people from the northern part of Illinois think that we're all rednecks and hillbillies, which uh, I will <laughs> say, I am not. I don't believe you are. No, um, and I don't really know a ton of those people because probably I just don't associate with a lot of them. Because why would I? I don't.
1: Yeah, really I know. Mean, I mean, I don't even think the farmers are really hillbillies in our area. So they're no. Um, I think
0: I think that's yeah, that's not. Yeah, that's not really the case. I would yeah. say, Yep. from my experience. But uh, all right,
1: hour and a half, wow, sir. There you go. Yeah, uh, my E6 and his son, born after last deployment, are coming. Well, there you go. Have fun. Enjoy, Embrots.
0: Yep. Uh. All right. Uh. Yeah. Illinois back in action Sunday. Uh. One o'clock. Big Ten Network. Watch party status. We'll find out. I don't know.
1: Probably 89%. now.
0: It's going down folks. Down <laughs> we go. All right. We'll see everybody. If we don't see you for that, we'll see you next week for an episode. Hopefully get that done like Tuesday or Wednesday, maybe Monday or whatever. Cause they play Thursday. So I uh, yeah. will figure it out. Uh, and we'll see everybody next time. Thanks for joining. Goodbye.